and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And uh, today we will be tackling some very important issues. Um, but before we get to all that, Shawnee, how are you, sir? I'm good, dude. We Hey, we spent the weekend together. It was really fun, man. Not like alone uh, in a bed with rose petals, but <laughs> on separate couches, just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it described in that way, I guess. <laughs> but, Recording music. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. We had like, uh, we had our buddy Andrew, who's been on the show uh, before, and he came down and we always play in a band together. So was, we had that one moment where we're all jamming and kind of creating some new music. So that was really fun. It was amazing. Um, but it's it was good to hang out with you, man. And it in, was uh, fantastic. In El Monterey. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like showing you guys around. I like that you know the waves were just gnarly on Saturday, and we got to like see that up close and everything. So that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, it's been a rainy it's been a rainy week, so it's definitely it's been nice. I'm sure to to get outside and and see nature as it's oh, as yeah. it perfectly is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, a wonderful, wonderful fucking weekend, and and shout out to Andrew. Um, I hope I hope you both come back, and maybe next time we can do it in our skivvies. Um, <laughs> yeah. How else are you doing, oh. man? Everything else? Ah, uh, good, man. Just Fantastic. back to work, and uh, yeah, it's been raining out here, so just staying in and you know making things, getting things done. <laughs> right on. But yeah, other than that, it's just the. Uh, same old, same old so far. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, yeah. Um, for those of you who have not listened to the show before, um, basically what happens is Sean and I come up with um, a list, a top five list of our something. And then uh, here on the show, we ask the person without them knowing. So they have to scramble to come up with their top five off the top of their head. Um, this week, Sean... Uh, in his excitement, <laughs> told me the list, so I'm prepared. But you, sir, are not prepared for what I have in store. Oh, um, no. So it's okay. going to be interesting. All right. Um, but uh, shall we? Shall we go with with your? You want to kick things off? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, we've already spoiled the surprise. <laughs> well, not yet. Actually, we haven't said what it is. It's true. On it. So the top five for this week um, is top five. Uh, I guess it'd be not cliffhangers, but um, top five twists, as you say, as they say, twists. So, um, yeah, we compiled the list. I kind of spoiled it for Joey because we were kind of trying to think of like what top fives every week. And sometimes you lose track. And we did have a l- big list of them um, on a document somewhere. So Thank but, God you gave me a heads up because I wouldn't have been able to do this one off the top of my head. I would have said, oh, like, you know. Some of the ones that will come up like immediately, and then I'll regret yeah. saying it. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm very excited to get to this list. I'm super excited too, dude. I mean, uh, it's uh, there's a lot of movies out there that do the, the kind of the twist at the end and kind of uh, build the suspense and bring it back down, and then all of a sudden something happens, and then you know the whole movie has a. Di- Sometimes when you rewatch a movie too with a twist, you kind of get a different. Uh, different uh, view on it and different liking on it so absolutely um but yeah dude do you want to go first sure thank you uh yeah let's uh let's let's kick things off so <laughs> um off. 
Real quick, a uh, a, a shout out to uh, sixth place, uh, the white Portuguese twist in Batman v Superman. Oh, <laughs> the white. The, I've uh, never heard of this. Worst picture Razzie nominated film of 2016. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Sorry, any any time I get to shit on BBS a little bit, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the opportunity. My real number five is the Last Temptation of Christ, directed by Martin Scorsese. I was surprised that he came up twice on my list because when I think of him, I don't think of a twist ending. Um, yeah, yeah. But real quick, I'll just I'll just spoilers, folks. This we're talking about twists, so fucking yeah, this whole thing. Cover your goddamn ears. So, um, so Last Temptation of Christ. I was telling you about it this weekend. Um, just real quick, the twist is not when the angel takes the nails out of Jesus while he's on the cross and tells him to come down, that he's served his father's work. The twist is not when Jesus and the little girl angel are walking through the meadow and he sees a crowd of people and she tells him it's his wedding day. The twist is not when Jesus has sex with Mary Magdalene and they show it. The twist is not that Jesus has children, nor is it that Mary Magdalene dies, nor is it that Jesus remarries. Oh my gosh. The twist is not even when Jesus is walking around and he sees some dude preaching and he's like, talk, he's preaching about Jesus and Jesus is like, I'm Jesus. He's like, you're not Jesus. I'm telling them about the real Jesus. That's not even the twist. The twist, ladies and gentlemen, comes when Jesus is on his deathbed. And he's got the apostles around him. And then like um, Judas storms in played by um, a ginger Harvey Keitel. And he's got the a Brooklyn accent and everything. He's like, Jesus, you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you were supposed to die on that cross. I did my part. You got to do yours. Doing a terrible, oh terrible. He didn't talk like that. Um, <laughs> but he's like, no, the angel told me. He's like, her? And the angel, I believe, turns into flames and fire. And she's like, I tricked you, motherfucker. And um, I didn't really just call Jesus. Anyway, um, so, so this old man Jesus, like, belays himself off of his bed and then, like, crawls. I don't know where he's crawling. It's such a Somehow he crawls back up onto the cross, dies. And then you realize it was all a flashback. That was the twist. So the last temptation, the last third of the movie, is Jesus on the cross dying, thinking like the devil trying to get him one more time, and he does not succeed. Um, so that's my that's my number five. My number four. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do we I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> that's I a lot of seen, information. <laughs> I know, right? I, I haven't seen. I think I've seen parts of the movie. I think you've shown it to me, but I haven't seen it in full. So I haven't seen all that play out, but that's just like, yeah, just like an alt, you know, alternate, I guess, retelling of, of the, yeah. Where the, most uh, iterations is this is Jesus as a hundred percent God, or this is Jesus hundred yeah. percent God, hundred percent man. This was Jesus as a hundred percent man. man. But, and they're yeah. like, God is like trying to speak to him and he's trying to understand him, but no way does he feel empowered or anything. He feels yeah. like he's struggling the whole movie. Harvey Keitel does God. pretty good. Jesus, not Harvey Keitel, uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. yeah. Willem Dafoe. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that little breather. Yeah. Right there. yeah. <laughs> we needed that. We needed that. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Um, I don't think the twist is especially great, but it, um, it's in The Dark Knight, 
when uh, during the mayor's funeral, um, or not the mayor's funeral, the commissioner's funeral, the mayor's up to speak, Joker shoots at him, Gordon saves him and gets killed, or so we think. think. Um, you know, eventually the twist comes when he's in the uh, the SWAT uniform and he Joker's about to kill Harvey Dent and he fucking gets him. He's like, I got you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was a great moment. But here's the thing for me. I remember seeing that. I believe I was sitting next to you at midnight. Um, just fired up on coffee and fucking Red Bull. And um, it's the midnight showing. And it's just like, I've been waiting and reading, not spoilers, but everything else concerning this movie. And I was yeah. so excited. Um, and, you know, if you see the trailers, you know Jim Gordon is alive after that. But I wasn't thinking about any of that shit in the theater. I was just, like, so focused. So when I thought Jim Gordon died for real, it took me out of the movie. It ruined my fucking experience. Because, like, you can't kill you can't kill Jim Gordon, man. Fuck you, Nolan. Yeah. I was so fucking angry. And I just kind of sat there for, like, that 20 minutes where he's not on the screen. Just kind of like, they fucking kill Gordon. Like, Gary <laughs> Oldman is the fucking cornerstone of that Anyway, hey, hey, man, I mean, sometimes plot twists and things like that trigger you in a, in a way and your, you know, what your expectations are of the movie and and, and then a beloved character of the series. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just such a bold move. And like, I mean, um, it's it's just kind then, of weird because like when you watch it now, the twist is only in there to be a twist. Like it doesn't serve a real purpose other than yeah. Jim Gordon or uh, Gary Oldman gets a few days off where he doesn't have to shoot scenes during that period of the movie, you know, like. It doesn't, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Sometimes there's a twist that serves the story that serves uh, what's going to happen in the kind of climax and third act of the film. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so that's your four. That's my fourth. Number three. Have you seen the Godfather part two? Yes, I have. Yes. Thank God. Because this is one where I don't even want to spoil it. Like even on the show. It's, Cause that yeah, it's kind of fucking brutal. Um, <laughs> so as, as you know, the whole movie, Michael Corleone is, I said that like such a fucking Italian, Michael Corleone, um, is, Corleone. uh, becoming more and more of like a zombie throughout the fucking movie. And, you know, he's having that evil just tempt him the whole time. And, yeah. uh, so in the end, you know, a tragedy is when the protagonist sees all the signs, learns all of the lessons and chooses to ignore it anyway. And fucking John Cazale, who plays Fredo, does such an amazing job. Like he, yeah, he hurts his brother, but Fredo's such a pathetic character that you understand and sympathize. And the very end of the fucking movie, he's out there on the boat saying a Hail Mary, fishing, <laughs> and you hear the fishing. gunshot, <laughs> and Michael is just standing at the window, and he's like. The look on fucking Pacino's face, he knows. He fucking knows. He can never go back from this. That the greatest acting of all time is in Godfather Part Two. Al Pacino, Dang, everyone in that fucking movie. I can agree um, to that. Yeah, but yeah, and that's that's a plot twist in a character. It's like they're, you know, the whole movie's been pushing him and pushing him. Yeah, um, and like earlier. Ten minutes earlier in the film, he'd forgiven him and hugged him and embraced him at their mother's funeral. So it's even more of like, what? You yeah, know, he was just. And it's like waiting. as an audience. Yeah, yeah. As an audience, you know, it's like you know, you, you can know what his you know, I guess, guess at his morals or what he's trying to do, or his intention. But 
that's the plot twist. It's just kind of t- like kind of takes you out of it and to the better or for worse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you have no fucking choice. You know, it's, I mean, I guess it's the surprise. I mean, how the movie is structured and, and how they want you to feel, you know, near the end. So, yeah. But that's a good one, dude. But uh, yeah, Godfather. I, I knew the Godfather would probably up on one of your lists. <laughs> so, yeah. um, it, I think it, I think it qualifies. Um, number two, have you seen Arlington Road? No. So it's a fairly really recent movie, or nineteen ninety nine. Uh, the okay. director escapes me at the moment, but it's Jeff Bridges, um, Tim Robbins, and Joan Cusack. Oh, I, yeah, I've heard it. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, he's this professor. I think he like professes in like, you know, mid or pre nine 11 terrorism, you know, like backwoods fucking bombs, that kind of shit. Like Timothy McVeigh style shit. Um, his wife worked for like the CIA or, you know, not the CIA, but like some FBI, I think it was the FBI. And, uh, she's, she's, she was killed in one of those things that he's teaching about, you know? And, uh, anyway, Tim Robbins and Joan Cusack move next door and they're this perfect little American family. But he starts like picking up things and like just piecing it together that they are in fact terrorists. And the whole movie, you're like, this dude's gonna fucking expose them, you know? And you're rooting for Jeff Bridges and shit. Um, then he finds out because he still has friends in the FBI from when his w- wife worked there. And yeah. his, even they are like, dude, you're getting paranoid. You're getting fucking paranoid. Like, calm it down. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling him. So you know, he's trying to gather evidence, all this shit. Um. He, like at the very end of the movie, he believes that uh, he like rents a car and shit and like, you know, does oh all this God, shit. Like, what? yeah, he's doing all this fucked up shit just so like he can outsmart, um, yeah, yeah. you know, his neighbors. It's the pursuit. Yeah. Of that, yeah. And he's like positive that they're like going to be going to the FBI building or something. So he fucking races there and he gets into the fucking basement of the FBI building. He's like, they're, they're going to be here. They're going to be blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no dude, the only one who's not supposed to be here is you. And he fucking whips around, opens the trunk to the car that he rented and the bombs in there and it goes off and he gets blamed for the entire thing. Wow. The neighbors get his kid and like move away to do it again. What? Yeah. So who, who is really behind it in the end? Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah. It's like his character was so crazy in that way. He, he was like, yeah, it's a, no one ever talks about that movie. It's a great fucking movie. If you haven't seen it. Wow. Yeah. I I remember, uh, I think I I remember it's, it's like 99, right? So Mm -hmm. that's, Video stores. I probably saw it in a video store. Oh yeah, we were ten. Bro. And one, of, one of yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of many video stores. Um, damn, that's that sounds so interesting. It's good. <laughs> it's as they say, a taut thriller. Taut um, thriller. <laughs> um, and number one um, is The Departed, when Ooh. DiCaprio gets shot. You know, like that's another moment where the good guy is finally bringing the bad guy to justice, and you're just kind of like, "Yeah, let's watch this play out." But it don't play out how you think it's going to play out. They're in the elevator, and the fucking that ding when the doors open—they're not even open all the way—and he gets a bullet just, to the head, boom. and the splatter yeah. on the the inside of the the uh, the what are they the up and down the, the elevators um, <laughs> is just like I remember like. I, I got that, my brother got that for me on DVD and I was watching it and 
I stopped the movie. I, I rewound it. I was like, no, was, that's got to be like a clone or a robot or, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> that can't really be how the fuck. And then the guys, you know, the twist is what you thought you were the only one, you know, it's the guy who came up with Matt Damon who you never suspected, but, and then he kills yeah. Anthony or, uh, not Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Huh? Or no, Anthony, Anderson. Kill Anthony Hop. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Anderson. Um, um, yeah, that, that, uh, as far as like a death right in the yeah. movie, a sudden death in the movie could stop a whole movie and have the whole thing play out and what you weren't expecting. So yeah. I don't yeah, think I, re- I remember that scene, dude. Oh, I don't think a twist or anything like that has like stayed with me longer, you know, like I still remember yeah. that moment. I still re- remember the way it hit me in the gut, you know? So that's my number one. And thank you very Damn. much for choosing this and telling me prior because I never would have gotten any of those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've been changing it up, you know, every, with like rapid fire top fives, and it's like, ah, I don't know. Like, we have so many we've done so far. We're we're going on almost 30, 40 episodes, dude. So I believe this um, is our thirtieth recorded. Whether it's posted as number thirty, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, but we love movies, our movies, and say, hey, let's take something like a plot twist, something that's uh, you know, uh, kind of a main. Uh, kind of ingredient for some films is that plot twist. So, um, my list dude is, yeah, I, I kind of had a, a little trouble trying to put it together. Cause yeah. again, there's like so many movies, man. And some of them, it's like, I, some of them, I enjoy the film. It's not, maybe it might not be my favorite film, but the twist definitely still does, um, deliver. Know, does its thing. Yeah. Still delivers. And it still catches me by surprise. So this is my number five, and you wouldn't expect it, but this is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, and of course, in the film, at, uh, the whole film, it's all these rotten kids, and they get invited to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, and all these kids are, you know, put, put in, in these situations where, you know, they are tempted by, um, you know, to kind of show who they are, and, and Charlie... Um, Charlie is the one of the main like good guys, the the good kid in the film, and it turns out at the end that uh, Willy Wonka is looking for a successor, and since uh, Charlie has been the most compassionate and and pretty much um, the only kind of uh, straightforward kid there, um, he ends up uh, giving Charlie the keys to the factory and naming him his successor, which I thought, which is a very I guess light. Uh, um, plot twist I would think like it's not like a sudden but it's like okay like you go through the whole movie and you see like you know this this man is crazy uh, uh, Willy Wonka played by Gene Wilder you know this man is kind of like kooky and crazy and like you know why does he do this it's like you know is he does he have you kind of think especially watching as an adult now like you know what do you what is that what's that character thinking you know is he a madman is he you know kind of like the Mad Hatter kind of thing but the ending is I don't know. It's just so nice and heartfelt and like when he's very, like uh, Mr. Wonka and he places the gobstopper on the, on the yeah, desk. Like, that, you know, you can yeah, hear he, Yeah. It tests his, you know, it tests his morals and yeah, something that he claimed he would s- steal from him. And, yeah. and, and a kid say, coming from nothing, you know, oh, it yeah. must've been tempting to just, you know, take whatever. And he didn't. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what um, I see now when I watch it is this, you could tell like Charlie, the, the, the boy is looking at Willy Wonka in those, in those eyes, as far as, you know, who is this man? You know, he, he finds more intrigue as far as the other kids who are indulging and, and taking advantage of his, uh, 
his factory and, and just the chocolates that he makes because he makes awesome chocolates. So, <laughs> but I thought that was a little, a little nice, like lighthearted twist. And that like always that. gets me when I watch the movie Yeah, um, at the end. And then they go through the, the glass uh, yeah. elevator. Yeah. That always tripped so, me out. I was like, how's that fly? <laughs> yeah, how's that fly? Would it break? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so that's my fifth one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to have to say I had... I know this might be the one that I was like, I enjoyed the movie. It was like an okay movie. Um, Inception. Yeah. Uh, at the end with this um, spinning, well, pretty much these guys who go travel through dreams. And um, sometimes you don't know when you're stuck in a dream or in reality. And they have these totems and the character, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character um, has a totem where it's a spinning top. And so if the totem keeps spinning, that means he's still in the dream world. And if it topples over with the weight, um, he is in the real world and that's how he determines, you know, is he still kind of doing that and kind of being in both worlds. He's always doing that cause that's like his job. And so at the end, you know, he spins it. He's with, he reunited with his family somehow and he thinks it's a, I think a dream. And then he sp- sits there, spins his, uh, his, um, totem. And just at the second he sees his, his kids and his family, and he almost, he says, you know what? I believe this is real. I, I, you know, I think this is my family. I'm not in a dream. And then there's that shot where it just ends and it just has like, what, like a couple seconds on the, mm-hmm. on the totem spinning. Like right before and then there's it like, craps out. Yeah. Right before it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, but it's like that, that, I guess the editing too, I guess. Yeah. Like how they edit it, put it together. It, it uh, still kind of give you that belief. Like, is he still in a dream or. Yeah. Uh, so it, it did kind of like tug at you at the end of the movie. So that's my number four. Hell yeah. Uh, which was kind of going in between um, the, your number one. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, which I, that's like thinking about it. I think that might bump it out just because uh, it, that whole scene made me feel shocked and I couldn't really speak or anything yeah. after it. So uh, number three, uh, usual suspects. Brian Singer film. Um, Kaiser Sose is the, the word you would say. Uh, so one of the characters uh, who is speaking to the police, I guess, uh, was it Kevin? Uh, I've Kevin never Spacey's car- seen it. Oh, spoiler alert on this one, dude. No, yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. No, I know. I know. You're must this. <laughs> you know? Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. So the pretty much the character that these police are um, interrogating uh, he's, he's, it's Kevin Spacey's character. He seems to be a crippled man and he, they believe he's a witness in, um, this, uh, kind of shootout and robbery that happened. And, uh, what happens is at the end, there's pretty much throughout the whole movie, they have this character Kaiser Sose, who is believed to be the main mob boss, the main guy who's operating, um, uh, the group of guys that are hired through him and, and whatnot, and the characters in the film. And so at the end, you actually, they twist it on you and the guy who's being interrogated actually turns out to be Kaiser Sose. And there's a scene at the end where he's like, he's walking away from the interrogation. He's let free. They've asked, he's just a witness, but they don't even suspect that he is like the main mob boss. He's the main bad guy in the film. And so he's walking away with his limp because he's been this like kind of guy who limps. There's like no way, you know, based on his handicap that he would be, <coughs> he would be, excuse me. Bless you. He would be the bad guy in the film. And so as he's walking away, He's limping and a couple seconds go by and then all of a sudden his legs starts to go straight. And then I think he like has glasses. he like takes his glasses off and Kevin Spacey is, uh, 
is just walking as a normal guy. Nice. And then, you're, and then that confirms that he is Kaiser Sose, the main man who, uh, you know, pretty much threw down and assassinated all these people in the movie. So. Right on. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good one. Check that out. I mean, I know it spoiled I the to. ending for you. No, I've, I've started it. I've always, like, fallen asleep and shit. Oh, it's all good. Um, number two, Fight Club. Hell yeah. Uh, Tyler Durden. Because, and I, I think as you watch the movie multiple times, um, you still catch up on those little things that tell you that, um, spoiler alert, the main character, Edwin Norton char- Edwin Nor- Edward Norton's character in the movie is um, this friend he's been seeing, or um, Tyler Durden, this guy, imaginary friend pretty much in the whole film. And so you've kind of, if you rewatch it, you see these signs and different ways of like how it kind of adds up. And he's been having this kind of like split personality disorder. And, you know, the main character who's almost like a, he's kind of like a, you know, um, not as a confident person. Uh, he's not as confident. And he turns out to be this guy who sets up a bunch of fight clubs and kind of like terrorist groups around the world. So, (laughs) (laughs) and they make, yeah, What's up? And they make soap. And they make soap too. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of like neo-Nazi dudes. I don't know. <laughs> Super neo-Nazi. Yeah. Not, I, 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 I don't Kind of? I got pretty. Yeah, kind of. I don't want to mislabel yeah. <laughs> some real <laughs> shit. But finding out about that and then there's that last scene where he's about to kill himself and he realizes everything. And then, like they like the movie, he doesn't die, and he like just sits there while all these banks just kind of start blowing up because like his terrorist group was about to destroy and set things right with the financial industry. And um, yeah, man, it was just like a shocking ending, but like kind of like it, I don't know, like kind of comedic at the same time. It's like wow, yeah. this guy, and, like it's it. You feel for the guy is like oh my god, I re- he realizes he's you know he's one person. He's been doing these illegal things and. But at the same time, he's just like, well, this is who I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, they um, made a sequel. No way. Did they? It was, it's uh, in uh, book form. Yeah. Graphic novel. Form? Nice. Oh, graphic novel. Cool. Yeah. Is, did you, have you read it? No. Nah. <laughs> but I hear, I hear good things. Hey, uh, man, I'll have to check that out. I, uh, yeah. I don't think I've read the book. I know our last episode, we were talking about books and, um, I started it a pretty- couple times. I, I never finished it. Is it pretty close or is it very? Um, as far as I know, there's a lot of changes. A lot of changes. A lot of stuff, yeah. I wonder if the plot twist is fully the same as the, as that, the movie. That'd be interesting to find out. Probably, I don't know, it's probably a little better explained in the book and everything. Yeah, yeah, like the steps and everything. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah, yeah, Fight Club. Right on. That's uh, a good, good pull. And then uh, number one is The Prestige. I another thought this Chris- was going to be on your list. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is a, another Christopher Nolan one on here. Um, yeah, the movies, I love the movie. It's one of my, on my top five films of all time. If you guys yeah. want to go back to that episode. But um, yeah, it's the ending is so tragic. And uh, the you know it's about the two, uh, Christian Bale's character and uh, Hugh Jackman's character, two competing magicians. And they pretty much just compete themselves to death and they end up ruining and kind of destroying each other's lives through it and not really, you know, for the benefit of just kind of bettering themselves and being the master of, you know, illusions and stuff. And um, there's a section of the movie where uh, 
Hugh Jackman's character meets um, uh, what's his name? Oh my God! Uh, Thomas, not Thomas Edison. Oh no! Oh Tesla, Tesla. Yes, because um, you know Tesla was a big uh, in the, I guess in this period of the movie um, he was you know doing his experiments with electricity and everything, and so the character is seeking ways to outsmart the other magician. And he's trying to look for science to kind of explain this and to kind of push his magic in that direction so he can better the other guy and he can claim to be the best, you know, magician of all time. And it drives him mad. And there's a machine that, um, that Tesla creates that, and this is where it gets kind of sci-fi. It teleports the man. And there's been this trick that they've been competing where the man, one, the same man teleports to the other side of the stage. And so they've kind of been chasing this, like who can do the better version of that. And, uh, in the end, the pretty much Hugh Jackman's character is placed in a position where he has a machine that can like tell that can clone him and make it. So he makes it look like, um, he's teleporting, but if it's cloning him, what happens to the, you know, if you're cloning someone, it's exactly you, but what happens to the other person? And so, he ends up rigging it so when the person uh, gets cloned and trans teleports to the other side of the uh, building or the stage, um, it's either uh, there's a trap door in the in the stage and his body, whoever's on stage, falls down into this. Uh, I guess it's like a tank, and then he ends up drowning himself, and that happens every night at his performances. And so the big climax and big plot twist at the end is Christian Bale's character kind of seeks out and sees like you know, what's really the deal with this. And he finds out that, I mean, the Hugh Jackman's character is driven by, you know, crazy. He's kind of on his deathbed right now. And they both see each other for the last time. And Hugh Jackman goes, you don't know the sacrifice I've had to do every night. I don't know if I'm going to be the man in the box or the man on the other side of the stage. Cause if he's being cloned, his almost like his, uh, his consciousness is either going to be the guy falling into the trap or the guy teleporting and getting the prestige, getting the welcome, the, uh, you know, the, the, the applause and everything. And that's yeah. what the, you know, he was struggling through the whole movie. He wants to just be, you know, thanked and, you know, um, you know, applauded. And so it pans out and freaking, uh, Hugh Jackman character passes away and there's all these slowly with candlelight, all these different, uh, same size, sorry, same size tanks, the tanks that he fell into every night. And it's just all bodies of Hugh Jackman, um, his character, because it's all the different clones he did every single night. And that's what he meant by, this is how much I've sacrificed. You have no idea like how much I've done. And you know, Christian Bale's character obviously sees he's crazy. And you know, he's, dri- he's driven too much to, the, to this kind of brink. And you see that all in one panning shot near the end, all these dead you know, bodies. And it's just like, and yeah, it, it kind of brings that tragedy, that yeah. twist and tragedy. So that's, yeah, it's a lot to take. I mean, that's a, yeah, no, that's a, good. Prestige is definitely the, the ending is like the, the you know, moment. Like, oh my God. Yeah. The moment it's like, wow. And then you get this other feeling because it's almost like, I thought it was like cool when he learned how to do that. And then all of a sudden you realize the, um, the, you know, there's no benefits with it for doing something and especially messing with science and nature and all that stuff, you know, that kind of like yeah. moral at the end too. So yeah, Excellent. so that's my number number one right there, dude. I'm so happy Sixth Sense is on neither of our lists. 
Yeah, I was thinking of, that's the yeah, that's the kind of generic one, I guess. You know, yeah. I, I would it's, I would put it's it on a good a ten. twist. Yeah, yeah, I would put it. I would probably put it on a ten if it was on there. Yeah, but that's always like the first one when I hear twist. That's what I think of. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think usually it's Inception because I feel like a lot of people's like seen Inception and it's like, oh, okay, that last part. That's like I I enjoyed the movie. It's not my favorite of Christopher Nolan's, but yeah, um, the twist always kind of gets me. Like I always think about that. It's like, oh. It's kind of weird. Like you're almost like a little offset, and even if you rewatch it or see it for the first time in the theater, it's it's a very so. tedious movie. I feel like. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're trying to like figure out. Okay, so what's this? Like you have to figure out like all the science with the, or uh, going into dreams and stuff, and then how it affects you and whatnot. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Just uh, all right, dude. Um, what's your what's your top five? Well, in the spirit of twists. <laughs> mm. um, the biggest twist came on uh, on Friday when Donald Trump was officially sworn in as president of the United States. Um, and I was hoping for a twist. I was hoping that when he took office that he would settle down and, you know, he would be that more presidential figure that some uh, media pundits speculated that, oh, now he'll settle down a bit. And that, that, that hasn't happened. It's only gotten much worse. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I'm, and I'm bummed cause I was like, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll see. Uh, it's, he was sworn in on the 20th. It is January 23rd. And, um, it's been really just like, if you look at this photo, there's a lot of people. And from where I was looking, my eyes, I saw so many, so many people. It's like, <laughs> all right, no, stop it. Um, no. <laughs> so off top of your head, this is a dumb fucking list. Top five favorite, and I don't mean favorite, <laughs> Donald Trump moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, what are the c- most ridiculous can, or. Can, S- can S- SNL count? Because uh, Saturday Night Live, they do all their funny No, you, during... you, you can't take uh, okay. Alec Baldwin Trump. Um, <laughs> That's way I mean, too mo- tempting. Most of the debates were... Okay. Uh, oh, man, this is tough because yeah. Andrew showed us this video this weekend of Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a video with him. The and it's The way he, he moves his hands when he presents. <laughs> and so this video, someone replaced it with an accordion. And... I thought that was the most hilarious thing ever. That but, was really I great. I mean, that's, I guess that's a highlight of, uh, of his, uh, you know, his debates and whatnot, but, uh, I don't know, man. It's, I know it's tough to get political on the show. Yeah. Not uh, to, not to like, but I think we can all kind of take the piss out of Trump a little bit, you know, no matter like yeah. if, if you voted for him or not, like you don't have to be for or against someone to acknowledge that they're kind of ridiculous. And, you know, yeah, you, you know man. what I mean. So uh, we can yeah, just have a little bit of fun with it. <laughs> well, let me hear your list because okay. So I'm, I would I'm say um, his first dance um, at the inaugural ball. Um, not only was it to my way, <laughs> or I did it my way, Frank Sinatra, which is just like on the nose. Um, <laughs> but the, when he just like looked out and started singing it to like a like a drunk uh, meatloaf to the crowd, you know? And it's just like, all right. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He, <laughs> that image of just like, it's all about me. Like he, I feel like he would do very well on my super sweet 16 or something like that. Um, there is a reality TV star. Yeah. <laughs> number four, um, during his inaugural speech, when he plagiarized Bane from the dark Knight rises. Yeah. You were telling me about that. Um, he's like, right. today is when we take back the power and give it to you. The people. He literally said, and we're giving it back to you, the people. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, this whole, like, I feel like we're living in a dystopian, Orwellian, upside-down uh, comic book. And I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, you know, terribly upset about that. Um, so number, <laughs> number three was uh, probably the second debate. When he kind of did his like bossiest moves, like he was like, "Oh shit, is he like kind of gangster?" When um, <laughs> he admitted, he was like, "I take advantage of the tax system all the time." <laughs> He's like, "I know because I take advantage of it," which is kind of like, "Yeah, I mean, if they're making those loopholes and you don't, then you're I don't know." Um, <laughs> but when he told Hillary Clinton, "You'd be in jail," <laughs> I was You'd like, be in "Holy jail. shit." And he stuck with like like that the whole, like the every debate they had he's just like yep. always going grinding her on that yeah. and then the second and he gets elected I don't want to hurt these people <laughs> <laughs> these are, these are good people then why what no um, <laughs> number two two weeks ago um, when he had his first press conference since the election and everything and he just started screaming at people he's like <laughs> no no I'm not talking to you I'm not your fake news. Your yeah. news. And it was just like Call, calling out CNN, dude. Dude, calling out everybody. I mean, everyone, yeah, everyone on some level deserves to be called out, but we're seeing, we're supposed to be seeing this more presidential Donald Trump, and you're giving us this. Come yeah. on, man. And he ended it with, you're fired. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, and then number one, I was reading about this. Um, apparently, like, this isn't like on tape or anything. But he, I think it was like a Miss Universe contest. And like Ivana Trump or Ivanka, how do you say it? Ivanka? Ivanka. Um, I guess she was like a teenager at the time. And he said to this like contestant, like, isn't she hot? She wasn't my daughter. Like I could say that she's hot. She's hot, right? Or something like that. (laughs) Something to that effect. And it's just like. Dude. Yeah, it's like, oh, man. I mean, he's getting, I've been listening to the radio today, NPR, and it's getting, uh, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't, I'm sure this happens to every president, but there's always a lawsuit involved. And he's getting a, a shit ton right now because it's, you know, his ties to the businesses, his businesses, um, appointing like his, you know, his son, I think, for most of his hotels yeah. and, and that kind of uh, dynasty. And, um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, man, and it's only the first couple of days. So, yeah. I think everyone's still trying to figure out what is going to happen and uh, what laws will be tried and, and challenged, and and uh, you know, there's a lot of issues like healthcare and um, you know, uh, immigrants coming into the United States. There's a lot of things that are going to be changing in the next couple of years, and it's kind of uh, shocking and scary to think about. It is. Um, and like, you know, we do our best. I mean, we have jobs and whatnot and, you know, we're kind of the average American, but you know, there's, it's just crazy how it's like, you know, America, especially for my family coming from 
uh, different areas of, uh, you know, outside of the United States, you know, coming here for the opportunity. And it's like, you know, this place is for opportunity and, and, and health and, yeah, you know, that's the United States I want to live in. So, yeah. I mean, that's what we're taught when we're growing up that this is, you know, the nation of immigrants and all this stuff. And yeah, you know, I understand like, okay, come in legally. I, I get that, but not every single person that escapes here is escaping here to pillage and plunder. Most of those people are coming here to leave or to, you know, to lead good lives and to lead a better life than what they had before. Yeah. The systems in place make it hard. And, you know, you can understand in desperate situations why someone would need to, you know, escape that. But again, like you said, we shouldn't get too political on the show. I just, it's (laughs) it's fun to take the piss out of Trump. Um, So Shawnee, what what are your Uh, your fives after hearing mine? I'm gonna have to steal some of yours. Go for it. Just Go for it. All these, all these Twitter battles. He's just Twitter, been and it's like, uh, you know, I, I like Obama. Uh, you know, communicates through Twitter too. Like, you know, president. He wasn't taking on people that ever made fun of him or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's just very, Sad. Uh, very uh, childlike uh, a couple of times. So, <laughs> um, and it's just like, uh, you know, you're you're trying to be the president, and um, you know, it's like. I, I don't want it to be like a reality TV show. You know exactly. I mean? like, exactly. Like, like, you know, it's, it seems like an, an, an active performance and, uh, you know, it's it, those calling out artists, actresses, Meryl Streep, uh, overrated. Overrated. <laughs> Her yeah. three Oscars mean nothing. And so, yeah. So, so most of the Twitter battle, uh, right conf- controversy going on, uh, his second debate, uh, that was yeah pretty entertaining too that as was well. Extremely so. entertaining, and just uh, you know just um, not trying to you know just talking down uh, Hillary as much as can and interrupting as much as he you know can and yeah. Um, I mean I would say this is true that you know it's we haven't had a candidate like this in a while so it's you know it's I can't very remember different. when we ever had a candidate like this. yeah <laughs> when he was like it's just lumbering different. behind Hillary during the debate <laughs> he was just like standing behind her and like. And then, you know, has like that one moment where he's just like, he's like, oh, you know, we're good. You know, we're cool. <laughs> but, you know, you know, he's like, you know, he's trying to, you know, gets, uh, I mean, his, his campaign was on, on uh, discussion and fear and all these other kind of things to kind of get people to vote for him. So, um, you know, it's the Twitter battles and the debate itself kind of making it a, I would say, a show in itself. Yeah. Uh, which I kind of felt, I mean, yeah, it was kind of different seeing that, that debate play out. So (laughs) it's like, am I in high school debate? What's going on? (laughs) High school debates conduct themselves even better than that. (laughs) Yeah. But it was an interesting debate and I, I at least enjoyed what, or, you know, found it educational to, to see where those candidates were coming from and how they would get my vote vote. So, uh, that's two, three. Um, the whole like uh, grabbing her from the hoo ha controversy. Yeah. yeah, that was like a huge thing, and that like spawned you know a lot of uh, women's rights groups to kind of go at him and stuff. So, <laughs> and it's just like wow, like all this stuff is surfacing just before you know he's like this is during a presidency can- uh, candidacy yeah and it's like you know on the verge of like people are gonna vote and like you know his image and all that stuff so didn't affect it, was, it didn't affect it at all I- I'm sure actually it's just it's crazy to see videos because people are like 
you know, especially some women too. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. It's uh. so yeah, I, uh, that's uh, my third one, fourth one. Um, man, <laughs> I keep thinking of SNL. I don't know why. <laughs> you but, can, I'll let you, I'll uh, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Just all, uh, Alec Baldwin just doing yeah. Donald Trump on <laughs> SNL. And, and his backlash at, I guess that would be yeah. part of it, his backlash at SNL. And um, it's just crazy to see, man. It's like, yeah. you know, these people are, it's the, it's, it's American television. It's, it's freedom of speech. Fucking in, in petty. Some, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh man, it's, it, it's, and it's funny cause they still do it and, you know, yeah. and they, and they, you know, it's just like SNL. That's a, you know, a lot of people watch that and, and it's funny to see, and uh, you know, it's uh, kind of brought more light on the situation, even though it's, you know, here we are. So. <laughs> yeah. <Fuck>. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you guys can tell we're we're <laughs> we're not really into Donald Trump, but uh, he's our president now. So <laughs> I voted for him. No. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, we'll just have to see how this next couple of years are. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Wait and see. Last one. I don't know, man. Last one. Um, I just think of like mannerisms and things he does. Yeah. With this, that, with the uh, accordion hands and stuff. <laughs> just the way he holds his, his forefinger and his thumb together. You know, like, <laughs> I'm casting a spell. Yeah. I'm casting spell. a spell on you. <laughs> I'm shooting it's, with lightning uh, through my fingertips. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's, uh, you know, every, every person has, you know, ways of, uh, expressing their talking and stuff, but you know what? Like I'm Italian. I guy, know <laughs> yeah, man. So, but he has accordion hands, so he does. Yeah, it's all good. See, um, I have an ethnic thing. He has like a rich person thing. <laughs> you it's know, small it's a little big, different. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't see fucking peasants talking like that. Yeah. Ending things like, and then you just sign it. Like, no, you don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, just the way he, uh, I don't know. I just, the way he approaches, the way he approaches um, a lot of his debates and news, uh, you know, um, news coverage and just all sorts of things. So. Um, and his, the most entertaining so far now is his cabinet he's chosen. And I am, uh, still dumbfounded and, and just kind of shocked at, uh, how the people he's appointed don't really know what the job really is. So no. like, Oh, uh, it entails that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, this is the time we live in America. So, it is. um, <laughs> but, Hey man, they had like the huge, they had this like huge women's, uh, March, women's rights March yeah. in LA this weekend. Um, a lot of these riots are going on and protests, uh, hopefully more protests than riots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, man. Our country is definitely broken apart and a little split on this and, uh, it's unfortunately too early to really tell, but I mean, we're saying Donald Trump is getting sued for <laughs> his handlings of business and you know how he's attached to his business. So it's it's kind of interesting, and uh, yeah, I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna play into any of his uh, comings. So 
Yeah, man. Well, I, I, um, I, 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 it's, it's funny to think like, there's like funny things about it. Like we find <laughs> funny things to think about, but he's a living yeah, cartoon. I, I don't want to feel sound depressed or anything or de- like, you know, down, but it's just like all things I've talked about were kind of lows because, you know, it's just to make how you, you know, makes you feel. So, Oh no, look at it. You got to look at it like, like a true punk punk rocker, you know, you got to celebrate the shit. And, yeah. um, it's about looking at this and saying, okay, how can we make it better? And, um, it, it you know, We've had, like, the world has seen Hitler. And Trump's an idiot. And he's a bigot and he's awful. He ain't fucking Hitler, at least not yet. I hope, if he ever turned into that, that with history, you know, just in our rearview mirror, that we'd be able to somehow defeat that. Or that the soldiers would have the guts to say no. But, and I believe they would. But, um, yeah. I don't think, you know... I hope not, but I, 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 you know, he's a bad dude. He's an arrogant dude. I don't know if he's a straight up evil dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. He very oh, well yeah, could be, but that's one where time will, will tell. So, yeah. And I, I am at least confident to say that, um, our Senate and just, uh, all the other people working with him, um, aside from his cabinet, of course, but, <laughs> Uh, yeah, at least, you know, the law and uh, kind of ethics in that way um, coming into play with some of the other politicians and and groups uh, to kind of keep that going. And, you know, because, uh, you know, Donald Trump has a little bit of a little bit of freedom here, but, you know, it's it's ultimately what the people say and hopefully what the body, the political body says. So, yeah, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. Will be. Well, there. Donald Trump. Hey, 2017. Yeah. See, I intended that to be a lot more fun than how, yeah. uh, how depressing it got. So I apologize to you and no. to the imaginary audience. Oh, um, no. Which, by well, the way, is the greatest, largest imaginary audience. Um, you guys have been great. We Thanks have ever had. They, uh, we'll, have, the, uh, we'll, we'll have cups and mugs for you guys one of these days. <laughs> the largest imaginary audience in the history of imaginary audiences. Dude, that's a world record. Period. Get us, <laughs> period. period. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't mean to be down. I, I, uh, I was just, man, it, like a no, lot it of is. News, it's, it's, yeah. a lot of my exposure to Donald Trump ha- recently has been negative and, uh, it is some? funny to, some, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mo- mostly. You watch Home Alone it. 2 recently? Is that where the positive yeah, came no. from? I just listen to the radio and it's just like, all right, so all these people are like, we don't know what he's going to be doing. So, you know, it's, it's like, that's all I hear that is like, okay, what's he going to do next? So, yeah, it's all, it's curiosity too. So, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, dude. Well, getting off that damn i'm sorry i meant i thought that would be a laugh a second um we're gonna uh transition gears into uh sex effect share time with the sex effect shawnee is there anything that you would like to uh promote or give a shout out or yak about uh, yak about yeah just grab some guitar pedals oh uh, i showed these to you this weekend yeah uh, shout out to walrus audio this is uh, the Iron Horse uh, Distortion Pedal and a uh, the Descent Reverb Pedal. If you guys are into music or gear, 
check these two pedals out and this company. They have killer pedals. I'm not getting paid by Walrus Audio to say this, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I just really, I just recently started getting into pedals, and I think that's a really cool thing. And it's something that I use for my music, a tool that I used to create music and, and different kinds of things. And we tested it out this weekend, so that was really cool. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much uh, the deal good. for this week. So yeah, check out some pedals, guys, if you play. Excellent. Um, I have, I thought I could think of one while you were talking. I'll give a shout out to Crema in Pacific Grove, because I don't know if I've ever given a shout out there. We had breakfast burritos from there this weekend. That's um, right. Saturday morning. And they, they sell Verve coffee. So um, the Fog Breaker Latte is just phenomenal. Um, uh, Tricycle Pizza. That was a great place to go to this weekend, too. It was too. amazing. Um, yeah, I love Tricycle Pizza. They're on Lighthouse. Crema's on Lighthouse, but it's a different Lighthouse. One's in Monterey, one's in P- Pacific Grove. Um, but yeah, fantastic local haunts. Yo, food was great this weekend, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was Always good to see a, your folks at uh, Cannery Road Brewing Company. Cannery yeah. Road Brewing Company on Sh- Prescott. Shout out, guys. <laughs> we just gave you the tour. <laughs> no, uh, it, yeah. was, yeah, it, was, it was good to see the family and, and see you guys. And uh, Yeah, man, I was really excited like to work on music. And, yeah. and then it's funny, like we we're like, okay, we're going to be podcasting on Monday. We'll see you see back in the office kind of thing. <laughs> so, But uh, yeah, man, super, still super excited to be to be hidden every week with a topic, something to think about. Sometimes times to reflect on political matters and how crazy our world is. But world is uh, fucking bananas and we should enjoy <laughs> that shit. We should, dude. <laughs> I, I, I must apologize for that. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, uh, I just keep thinking Donald Trump accordion though. That's we got a Donald Trump video. accordion, baby. So. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, and um, if you haven't already, uh, go back to last week's episode, Audience of None. Check out our, our four-song EP um, that we recorded back in June. Yeah. So that's that's up on there for you to uh, to check out. We, that, uh, we also sometimes make music. So Hell yeah. We should be talking about that more on, on the podcast. Yeah, dude. We, we wrote a song this weekend, so maybe we'll in have... In like a... Uh, fucking hour it was so much fun <laughs> it was the the juices were going the uh the creativity was uh was going man so andrew kicked and it off with a sweet bass line and you were like oh hold on and then <laughs> yeah it was great oh, it was really on. great yeah so hopefully yeah maybe we'll have some from our band too the pilots slash blind issues yeah you guys look that up <laughs> slash <laughs> alternative facts alternative facts <laughs> slash new band name i call it I do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, super, super excited for this last weekend. And we, yeah, we're definitely gonna do it more and hopefully we'll have another, uh, podcast with a guest on and hopefully that would be Andrew. Cause I'd love to have Andrew. Hell yeah. Uh, on the podcast. So it'd be excellent. A lot of fun, dude. <laughs> Shawnee, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, sir? Uh, you can find me at Sean Day Music for Instagram, and then you can find me on my website, SeanDayMusic.net, S-H-A-U-N-D-A-Y Music.net. And yeah. Uh, Joey, where can, you, where can we find you? 
find me at Joey Parati on Instagram. Try add me, but I'm private. And um, you can also find me at jparati89.wordpress.com. Um, I'm currently working on adapting a screenplay into prose. So um, I'm doing. I'm putting up. A, I'm trying to put up a chapter a day. I've got reached a point where the chapter is going to be way too long to do that. But um, you can check that out there. So nice. yes, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I think that does it uh, for this week. Um, it was really great talking. I really loved our yeah. lists. I'm sad that I'm, I apologize for, for bringing the mood down. No, no, I, I think it's some it's some stuff that we need to talk about every now and then, dude. So, and I still find just to let to put on a high note, I still find it entertaining that Donald Trump is uh, is uh, has been made fun of and, and all that or whatever. Yeah, but it's always good to have like a president that you know hey he, we respect him he gets along with celebrities and then it's the natural balance of ha- then having a president who yeah you know yeah gets the hitler stash drawn on him and then not my president <laughs> those t-shirts are badass i'm not complaining um <laughs> all right uh <laughs> we gotta we gotta stop this shit yeah <laughs> yeah until next time i'm joey Prati. and i'm sean day Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Not bad, bro.